Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. How's it going, everyone? We're in the Gospel of Luke today, chapter 9, starting at verse 57. As they were walking along, someone said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, Foxes have dens to live in, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. He said to another person, Come, follow me. The man agreed, but he said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and preach about the kingdom of God. Another said, Yes, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me say goodbye to my family. But Jesus told him, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. The invitation to follow Jesus is front and center in the passages we're in the verse that we're looking at today. Uh, again, if you want to see a parallel passage in another gospel, this is also recorded in Matthew chapter 8, verses 19 to 22, and I'll put that in the show notes for you to refer to. Uh, but as we take a look at the invitation that Jesus gives to three separate individuals, we recognize that this is an invitation that is always offered as an open door for people to always be able to follow Jesus. Jesus never turns people away. And yet at the same time, we have these three people who seem to receive this invitation to follow him, but then not quite follow through. We see that not everyone accepts this invitation. Not everyone believes in Jesus and not everyone realizes what's involved or what the cost will be when it comes to following him. Jesus seems to be very uncharacteristically harsh in today's passage. He seems very blunt and maybe a little selfish and maybe a little cold, like he's turning the shoulder on people who would otherwise be willing to follow him, right? For most of us, we would say, yes, obviously, go bury your father. Family takes priority. Uh, You do that, and then you can come follow us. Jesus here is being a little cold, it seems, so and it flies in the face of what we've become used to, right? It, it stands con- in contrast to the person that we have become used to and the person we've been studying as we've gone through each of these passages through this second season of this podcast. And it's, again, an invitation for us that if what we read flies in the face of what we've become used to, or if it stands out as uncharacteristic, it's an invitation for us to stop and to study this passage more. And again, I want to encourage you that if you're using this podcast as a a resource to help you study the Bible, that is terrific. That's what I uh, desire this podcast to be. But I also desire this to be a stepping stone for you to look into other additional sources. So if you have a a good study Bible, uh, I would encourage you to take a look at the footnotes uh, to help you launch into the study of this text or whatever text you're going into. But I'm going to go through each of these three people a little bit to help us study this specific text. The first person that is uh, eager to follow Jesus seems you know, ready and willing to go. He's got his bag packed. He's all set to follow Jesus. But then Jesus replies that following him means that there's going to be a lot more hardship than he might be used to. And there's no word whether or not this person accepts the call or, or follows up. But we do have Uh, a sense that all three of these people decline the invitation to follow Jesus, that nothing uh, nothing comes from their interaction with him. He gives the excuse here that uh, probably, (laughs) I I don't expect hardship, right? Where are we staying? Well, we don't really have a place that we stay. Again, a reminder that Jesus' ministry is based on hardship, uh, on a lot of uh, generosity from the people around him. And it's again a reminder that 
<laughs> Jesus is roughing it here, right? He almost with the disciples, it's almost like he's camping with these people. And this first person uh, does not seem to accept the invitation to follow him. The second person wants to bury his father first. And that, again, that seems like a reasonable request. It seems like it's not too far out there. Uh, but it stands to fact here that if his father were already dead, he would have been preoccupied with that at the time. Like if his father had recently passed away, right? if we were just waiting for the burial, this man would not have been around standing by Jesus. He would have been taking care of family matters. As it is, this makes people think that his father was still alive. Who knows how old his father would have been? And this is what Jesus is getting at here with saying that let the spiritually dead bury their own dead, right? You have work to do. You have work to go and preach the kingdom of God. He's not saying turn a cold shoulder to the needs of your family. He's saying that you're stalling for time. You're you're waiting for a time that uh, who knows when that will come, right? Um, there's, <laughs> there's this element here of Jesus telling people to make a priority of the kingdom, which leads us right into this third person who just wants to say goodbye to his family. Again, doesn't seem like too great a request. Uh, this seems very similar to something that one of the prophets named Elisha does in the book of First Kings in the Old Testament. And Elijah, his mentor, has no qualms about it. He says, yes, by all means, go. The, the difference here, though, is that Elisha, as he's found working in the fields, puts to death the oxen that are working, uh, that, that he's working the fields with, right? He has severed ties with his family and he goes and says goodbye and then he joins Elijah. This man seems like he is willing to follow Jesus so long as he can say goodbye to his family, right? He's not made that commitment, which is what Jesus is pointing out here, is that you need to make him a priority. Again, it seems selfish, but there's a couple of things that we need to consider. Again, thinking about the ministry of Jesus. Jesus invites us, right, to seek his kingdom first and all of the righteousness and all of the other things will be added to you. Do you think Jesus doesn't care about families? No, of course not. We see that, in fact, early on in his ministry, right, as that he's calling the disciples. Simon Peter has a family. He has a mother-in-law who is sick, and Jesus heals her. Jesus cares about the family of the families of his followers. And it's a reminder here that Jesus is showing us how important it is to prioritize him above anything else that we might find just as important. Again, we have to put aside our own interest and pursue the interest of the one that we're following, which leads us to the question, right? Is Jesus worth it? And that's, again, a question that only you can answer, which leads us finally to our takeaway point for today. What sort of reasons keep people from following Jesus today? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Epistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.